welcome back to InPod, your home for all things inflow. I'm your host, Nick Sweeney, and this week, I want to give you a little preview of what's coming up. So if you follow CATI and inflow on social media platforms, you may have noticed us talking a lot about an event coming up called Innovation 3D. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with what we do, we like to do at least one, sometimes two events per year here at CATI and Inflow. One of the big things that we do every single year is around our rollouts, we like to do Design Innovation Month. That's what it's kind of been in the past. I don't know if we're going to do exactly that name this year, but we like to talk about what's new and we like to talk about the different products that we work with, kind of like what I do here on the show, except for we're doing a lot more presentation wise and we're going to be showing PowerPoints and videos and stuff like that. But we like to do two events per year. Innovation 3D is that event this year. So it's coming up, I think it's the first and second week of June. It's mostly the month of June, but early on in June especially. I'm doing a couple of presentations. Some of my my colleagues are as well. We're all presenting some stuff. I am presenting two on Wednesday the 2nd, and I'm presenting one on Thursday the 10th. Now on Wednesday the 2nd, I am presenting two presentations, and I'm going to give you guys a sneak preview today. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but what I'm going to do is talk first at 12.45 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to be talking about getting ready for your SolidWorks PDM implementation. Now, I know that that sounds like, okay, that could be a little bit dry. I've got a really fun way I'm going to spin this, and I'm very excited for the presentation. I'm not going to spoil it today because I, I want you guys all to attend. That's part of what this presentation, that's part of what this podcast is. If you haven't heard about Innovation 3D, definitely take a look. Sign up. We've got a lot of great presentations coming up. But I'm going to be talking about how to get ready for your PDM implementation. Then at, I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, at 3 p.m. Eastern time, I'm presenting a second time. And that one's going to be getting ready for your SolidWorks PDM migration. So it's kind of two things. First, you want to get ready for setting up your system. Then you want to get your files into the system. And that's what I'm going to go through. So today, I'm going to give you guys five, six, seven minutes of each presentation and give you a high-level overview of what you can expect and what you can look forward to next week when you definitely come into my presentation, sit in, ask me questions, uh, interact with me, because yes, it is live. I will be talking live and being able to answer questions. But with that, let's get into the meat of the first presentation, which is you're getting ready to implement SolidWorks PDM. How can you prepare for this? So... The first thing you're going to want to do is start thinking about explaining PDM to your users because PDM is not a tool that you implement for just yourself. This isn't just installing some brand new tool for yourself that only you're going to use. It's going to be your whole department. In some cases, it might just be five or six people. In some cases, it might be 15 or 20. So you are going to want to involve them in this and make sure you explain to them, here's what PDM is going to do. It's going to make it so that we can search for our files a lot easier. It's going to standardize our workflows. You know how you always send me a file to approve. Well, now you don't have to manually do that. Instead, I'll get notifications. So everything will be stored on a single server. Explaining to them what the system is going to do for them, that's going to be pretty important. Then it's going to be starting to think about the data that you're going to be putting into PDM. You know, what are you going to have? Are you going to bring over every project you're working on? Are you going to just bring over some of them? Are you going to just do the latest? That's what you need to be thinking about as you go through this. So figuring out your plan. Then you have to build your server. Servers aren't always the most fun things to talk about, but it's important to understand how you can size your server. And and I'm going to go through that next week. I'll talk about some rules of thumb you can use for that. But understanding the size of your server, but size is only part of it. Size is simply the archive server. 
for things like RAM. You know, is the minimum 16 gigabytes from SOLIDWORKS good enough or can I do more with that? What should I be looking at for my processor? Well, I'll spoil this one. AMD and Intel, those are both very good brands of processors that we've used quite frequently. We recommend those. Uh, 3.3 gigahertz or better. And it is very important that you remember that your servers do not have to be physical servers. You can have these be virtual servers. So talking to us, understanding what options you have to make this virtual. Maybe you don't want to have all the hardware on site. It's perfectly okay. But the biggest thing to think about with your servers are two key components. The first is the operating system. There's a reason we see a lot of people upgrading now to new servers, and that's because Windows Server 2012 R2 is not supported for PDM 2020 or 2021. So your operating systems on your servers need to be 2016 or 2019 Windows Server. That's it. That's all that is currently supported. Now, if you wanted to install PDM 2019, yeah, you could go with 2012 R2, but you're not future-proofed. SQL Server is the second part of that, which ties into actually the question of, are you looking at PDM Standard or PDM Professional? PDM Standard, as I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast a couple of times, uses SQL Express. That's not an option. That is a required thing. You have to use SQL Express. Um, it, it's just how the tool is written using SQL Standard and SQL Enterprise. It's not a supported environment. I don't think it would really work anyway. If you're getting PDM Professional, now you have to look at either SQL Standard or SQL Enterprise. Now, what you want to do is kind of up to you. Now, but if you are deploying this to multiple countries, many huge sites around the country, around just one country even, you might want to replicate your databases, so your archive and your, your SQL. You might want to do both of those. If you're doing replicated databases, you need SQL Enterprise. And it's important to think about the version of Microsoft SQL you're using. Again, Express, Standard, or Enterprise, all these are true. You can currently use 2014 Service Pack 3. However, if you want the best performance, then you're going to go later versions of SQL. And currently, you can do anything from 2014 Service Pack 3 up to 2019. I'll talk about performance here in a bit. Uh, well, here in a bit, meaning Wednesday. But having it out there that you know the better SQL you have, the better your performance is going to be, that's going to be really important. Then let's talk about you know, what are you going to do once you're setting up PDM? Once you're really preparing for this, what are those key factors to think about? So you've got your server, you've kind of prepared people for the idea of PDM. What is that going to mean? Well, thinking about your folders, what files are you going to have? Are you going to have a toolbox component or are you going to have everything kind of with their own projects? It's kind of up to you. What are you going to do with duplicates? How will you know which ones to take? Thinking about everything like that. I, I'm going to use the phrase that Believe it or not, we're not paid to say this phrase. It's just something that you'll hear a lot with PDM. It's garbage in, garbage out. Now, I'm not saying your baby's ugly. I'm not saying your, your data is garbage. However, what I am saying is that having good data going into PDM is going to make your PDM system a lot cleaner, making sure you don't have broken references, making sure that you understand where everything is. If you understand all that and it's all clean data, well, once you put it into PDM, then you're likely going to have much better data than if you didn't know all of that. Then we need to think about our network and our network of users. What are you going to do with that? So if you've got users that have to work remotely for some absolutely strange reason that we could never, ever comprehend, perhaps you might want to set them up on a VPN. Now, if people are only going to be working inside of the office, well, you don't need that. Making sure we're on the same network, though, that's going to be the important part. And what level of access do these people need? Maybe they could get by with a web server. Those are all things that you want to be thinking about. But making sure people are accessing this network, either they're going to access it via the web 
or via VPN, or even a replicated site. Again, things to think about. When you go ahead and start setting up PDM, though, it's important to understand who needs to be in the room for this. When we implement PDM, we need to have someone that is the voice of the engineers. And typically, that person is either going to be the engineering manager or they're going to be the administrator or they're the same person. The administrator is going to be the one making the decisions. They need to be involved in this setup. Also involved in this whole thing, we need to have IT. IT mostly so we can install things so that we've got our passwords and got our usernames. Worst thing would be we're ready to go and we don't know the password getting to the SQL server. So we're stuck until IT gets in at 1030 and it's 915. You don't want that. So having someone that can get us in and then having the person's going to make the decisions about our workflows, about our data cards, that's all going to be important to think about as we go. And then finally, understanding that PDM is a system that grows. This is not a tool that on day one, you have to have the perfect engineering change workflow, unless that is your requirement for day one. But most of the time, you're implementing PDM and saying, let's start small and then grow into it. Let's implement this tool for the engineering department. And then we'll bring in the managers. And then we'll bring in upper management. And then we'll bring in marketing and then sales. Bring in these different people, understanding what we've got. So taking notes, understanding where's our system now, where do people want it to go, and being able to grow into that system as you as a company grow. PDM is not a tool that has to be perfect on day one, and you shouldn't think that it is one. Okay, so that's my first presentation, roughly. Again, I've got a fun way I'm going to present that. It's gonna, it should be pretty entertaining. Uh, I, I've, I kind of found an idea and I ran with it. So once you've got PDM set up, though, how are you getting data into PDM? And that's what we'll talk about next. That's what I'm going to be talking about at 3 p.m. on Wednesday the 2nd. Migrations. And what we'll go through is kind of the basics of, first, what is a migration? What can you bring over? How can you work with your data? Getting ready for that migration, then actually doing it and testing it. So very broadly, talking about migrations, migrations are just bringing over or copying data from some external source to SolidWorks PDM. Now, whatever that source is, is going to vary. You might have all of your files on a network drive. They might be on one drive. They might be in another PDM environment. It doesn't really matter. It's bringing that information over to SOLIDWORKS PDM Standard or PDM Professional. What you can do inside of those two tools, obviously, it's going to vary because, as we've talked about before, PDM Standard, multiple or single workflow, SQL Express, there are limitations of PDM Standard, PDM Professional, not those limitations. But bringing over that information, we can bring the data over. It's what you can do once you're in the vault. That's going to be different. It is important to understand that a migration, we talked about migration, and if you think about just migrating anything, you think, oh, so it's moving. So what happens to our original files? Migrations are copies of files. So this has actually come up a couple times recently. When we migrate our files, we're not deleting the existing files. We're not going to lose those source files because it's pretty important. You want to be able to go back and get that information because what if for some reason something happens and you need them? Well, we're not going to get rid of those files, so don't worry about that. The migration is also the act of writing in those workflow properties, uh, writing in those data card properties and putting things in the proper workflow and in the workflow state. These files over here need to go and work in progress. Okay, that's part of the migration. These files here, the description equals X then that's where those files go. As for what are those files, a lot of people ask, well, what, what all should we bring in the migration? What all should we bring over into SolidWorks PDM? And it's thinking about what files are important to you. What are these files? What can you bring? Do you need everything? Uh, can you bring over everything? Or can you only bring over a subset of your files? Do you need history? And what kind of history would that be? I'll, I'll dig into that on Wednesday as well. 
But thinking about the different levels of history, do you need everything? Do you need some things? And where is this data? Is this data all in one place? Is this data stored externally to the files like the metadata? We'll talk about that as well. I'm going to talk a little bit about is your data good because it's the same topic. It's the same idea that we talked about earlier in the implementing PDM. It's that same question of is your data good? Garbage in, garbage out. Understanding your broken references because when you bring over files, you still need to know are they good references? Because if I bring over a file that has 10 broken references, if you open it up inside of SOLIDWORKS and it looks like someone spilled ketchup and mustard all over it, PDM does not fix those references even in a migration. So understanding what you've got with those files and how you can clean those up. Which gets into getting ready for this migration. How can you apply this information? How can you understand what am I going to do with my duplicates? What can I do to clean up my references? What can I do to make sure that my files are going to be in one easy to access location? That's going to be very important because if, I, if my files are everywhere and people are using them, it's going to complicate the migration. And we don't want that. We want this to be as easy as possible and we want it to go as quickly as possible. For doing the migration, and this is going to be something that I think a lot of people, um, if, I, if I say it bluntly, you might take offense to this, but I don't mean for you to. Once the migration starts, Stay out of your own way. Stay out of the way in general. Migrations take time. And I, I think that some people have this false sense of, well, I can move a file from my desktop to my documents really quickly. So why would it take that long to add it to a vault? But think about it this way. You're bringing over one text document from my documents to my desktop. A text document is going to be a couple of bytes, maybe a megabyte, if you have an insane file. A solid file is a lot bigger than that. So it takes time for migration. You might have it run a couple hours. It might take a couple of days. Obviously, there are exceptions on either side of the rule there. However, understand that this can take a little while. So one thing that I'm going to really dig into on Wednesday is understanding, hey, while this is running, you need to think about a backup plan. What are you going to do while this runs? Because your migration, you might start it today. It might not be done by Monday, which Monday is Memorial Day. So hopefully you're not working on Monday and you're going to enjoy the holiday weekend. But once you do get back from the holiday weekend, maybe you're ready to go. Maybe your migration has gone fantastically. How do you know that it's gone fantastically? That's the validation step of any implementation of any migration. So this step honestly falls, in, falls under both implementation and migration. But how do you check to make sure you've got a good file set? Well, understanding what does this file set look like? What should it look like? Does it look that way? Are all of my files and all of my folders there? That's going to be the first question because if I open up my folder and nothing's where it's supposed to be, well, then that migration was not very successful, and we should probably figure out why and redo it. Are your references still intact? Were they intact in the first place is going to be a question you have to ask. And then are your files in the right workflow and the workflow state? Are your data cards populated? Things like that. Just understanding, if I had created these files in the vault in the first place, does this react the way that I want it to? If the answer to that is no, then we probably want to figure out what's going on. So that's a sneak preview of what we've got going on next week for Innovation 3D. I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. What I am going to do for the next couple of weeks, next week during my presentations, I am going to record them for the podcast, and I'm going to be posting those uh, probably Thursday of each week, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, after those presentations. I'm going to be posting them right here on Impod, so you can come back and listen to them. However, you won't, you won't get the visual aids just like you didn't get them today. But it's, it's the same general topics, but I'm really going to dig into them a little bit more and give you some more insight and talk about some of the ways that we find help users, some of the ways that we help users, some of the ways that we can help administrators 
have these things go smoother because there's always things that you want to be very secure in and understand exactly what's going to happen. That's what we're here for. That's why we do so many implementations and so many migrations is because people want that peace of mind that we know this is going to be done well. All right, that's all I've got for this week. It is Friday, May 28th. Memorial Day is Monday. So if you guys are in the United States, I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday weekend. Uh, Hopefully we can all enjoy some time with our families and friends because things are seemingly getting back to normal. Fingers crossed it can stay that way. But yes, enjoy your holiday weekend if you're in the United States. Otherwise, I guess if you're not in the United States, enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Hope to see you in my Innovate 3D presentations. All right, see you.